Okay, so hello everyone, this is Avia Winters, your drama fiend, and today we're going to be talking up about the Fear Street Part 2, 1978, which this explains a whole lot that has happened in the first part and also the second part and why. Well, we don't know why Sarah Fear is upset, but we know that she was killed probably unjustly. Um, this second part from 1978 explained a whole lot about all the killers that we've seen so far, at least one of them, Tommy, who I keep almost calling Tommy Jarvis, even though that's probably, that's not his name. I know that's not his name, but when I heard Tommy, I, and we're at camp, so I'm thinking Tommy Jarvis. So we see like the bond between Ziggy and Cindy. Well, there is no bond at first because they basically are always at each other's throats, but you can tell that it's because they're teenagers. Also, Ziggy seems to be the youngest one between the two of them. and you can tell that i was like there's no way that they hate each other that much but considering everything that they've been through together i can especially uh cindy's point of view i can see why she wanted to drown out like everyone especially her sister but her sister kept being a reminder of something that she didn't want to be cindy and all this time which this movie does really well it shocks me you think in one way like okay this is like a serious uh like a typical horror movie so the person's who we thought was cindy talking about what happened in the past we thought that was like the main character it just seems like the oldest sister trying to protect Ziggy when in the end we find out that Ziggy was the one who is telling this story because I thought Ziggy died because I was like Max better not die and this time I remembered their names and I'm more looking I guess you could say I'm more positively looking at this movie especially for the I'm anticipating the next part especially but we're going to talk about that in a little bit and on why I am anticipating the next part. The first part, I was like, okay, this is just like a typical kind of move, uh, movie. You know, we've already seen this before. And also part two, I tried to predict and say that we, it won't be anything new. But it felt, it felt familiar, but I wouldn't say that we've seen this before. Not to that extent where we can assume what will happen. Um, what I was mentioning earlier is what this movie does well. Like in the first part, it gives you little shockers. The jump scares are good and also it does well with building up the eeriness of it all and although it's daytime when I watched the second part, I was still scared. <laughs> the The noises and the sounds of the woods when the sisters were in the woods together trying to dig for the body to reunite the hand with the body of Seraphir. Um, it was making me nervous, especially seeing that baby with a bat or that person with a bat with a baby mask. I want to know that person's story. That seems very interesting to me though. I love how we took 40 minutes, about 40 minutes, probably almost 50 minutes, to learn about the background of the sisters and also the background of their friends or lack thereof because it seems like uh, Ziggy didn't really have friends due to her uh, rough personality or her um, honest personality. And Cindy was the one who wanted to be liked but lost friends because she was pretending to be someone else or she wanted to be someone else. And she wanted to be someone else considering her dad ran off with someone who was young and her mom is basically a drunk which is very similar to dina and her brother who i still can't remember his name even though i just finished just just finished the movie and she called her brother name at least once or twice she called her brother's name the similarities between the siblings cindy and ziggy and also dina and her brother don't know his name so that's what i like about it it seems like these are troubled teens and they are because they're on sunny side um, shady side that they are always subjected to 
being stuck on their side and they are the ones who are always failing at life or who doesn't have a good future ahead of them they're always being looked upon negatively and that's what Sarah Fear kind of did for years but I feel like when the third part comes I feel like at the end of this whole thing I'll be on Sarah Fear's side because I feel like there's so much more that they haven't told us we've only gotten glimpses to how sort of bad of a person she is and how she's manipulating these dead people or people in general like possessing them to do her bidding and kill people who have nothing to do with her death from years ago but it could be ancestors as well because we saw the connection of um nick good and his all his family and stuff like that from the second part and how his life was changed or and how he didn't say anything about the curse in order to achieve his destiny or achieve his future he really didn't say anything and he knew about the curse in third part which makes me upset that he didn't believe these kids after everything that had happened that night at camp you still don't believe that these kids and it's very similar to what happened at camp and yet you weren't thinking in your head oh my god there's similarities but he was though he sent that did he left that note for ziggy so what was he gonna do about it just keep claiming that it was some psycho kid on drugs Yes, he was, which is very annoying though. Also, back to what I was saying earlier about everyone from Shady Side is like, um, always doesn't have a bright future, uh, unlike the sunny Sunnyvale. Um, I feel like everyone from the Shady Side is cursed, sort of, because of Sarah Fear, but also it seems like everyone's struggling with something, but it also can be a mentality thing, thinking that because my mom and dad or whoever is horrible people and they did horrible things and my life is crap that means I can't achieve anything which is why Cindy became who she became because she wanted to achieve something but her sister Ziggy was like no you're still gonna be trash no matter what you do because you can't escape this we're all cursed what I loved was the camp aspect of it because I went to camp when I was like 12 or 13 years old I uh, didn't go back only went there twice um two summers and it didn't go back again because I had a terrible second time. But camp, it reignited my um, memories of camp when I was younger. So it was really nice that the atmosphere and the whole uh, color war that they went on. It was really nice. They had to go through games and stuff. And uh, what is it? Capture the flag and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun to see. But of course, there are these tropes in horror movies, which is basically sex. Sex just before death, it seems. <laughs> like right before death. So they kept that in there. Um, that's all I got to say about that, though. I love how we're getting bits and pieces from each part because the part three, I was just like, oh, God, like this must be it's obvious what this is. It's obvious what's going to happen. But the second part kind of like threw me for a loop. We've learned a lot of information due to the nurse and uh, that book that she kept. And thank goodness, because I was like, are they going to stop in the middle of the movie after we find out what it is that needs to be done to lay Sarah fear to rest? The thing is, is that why she constantly going after whoever bleeds on her hand is because she thinks that they know where her hand is and that's what ultimately so since she's searching for it, that's when she's like all right you bled on my hand that means you have it and i'm going to get you because you have it you must you must be keeping it for some strange reason you're keeping it from me and that's all it is because she died of like anger and probably betrayal and all this other stuff i am very curious about the third part i am very interested i think it comes out on the 18th and i'd like to know more i already know because i started crying when uh, ziggy and cindy were getting like butchered at the same time by two different killers which i didn't expect to start crying but but just to think about that bond that they 
it put me in the mind of like my own sister and how I wouldn't want anything to happen to her and vice versa. So seeing that bond and I love togetherness when people work together or when sisters and siblings fight but they always come together for a certain goal or to protect each other. I loved it and that's what Dina and her brother basically shared showed but I felt like it was more so the Ziggy and Cindy and I wonder if Sarah Fear also had a sister as well or a sibling. Someone that she loved dearly just like the other siblings. Either way. I am enjoying the series this time around. The first one was alright, but the second one has gotten so much better and I'm ready for the third one. I wish I didn't have to wait a couple of days, but whatever. This will come out probably like Thursday, the day before it comes out, because I feel like it's every Friday. So yeah, this will come out the day before. Until now, it's been Alvia Winters. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please stay safe out there. It's still crazy. Laters.